Hey everyone, uh, welcome to a different type of segment that we're doing here on the Joe Contractor Show. We are giving you, the homeowner, a quick overview of different uh, information that you might need to start any type of project. Our first things that we're focusing on are kind of spring projects, things that you might be looking at thinking, yeah, it's summer's coming, I want to get this stuff done. Um, we're going to focus on on those first, but we're also going to dive into like, maybe you need a new water heater, maybe your bathrooms, you're, you're concerned that your tile is going bad or something and you don't know where to start, or you want an addition. We're going to give you brief uh, segments, about 15 minutes long, where we will impart what knowledge we have to you. You can take it for what it's worth, um, but you should be able to, to walk away from it at least knowing maybe the first steps to get those projects going. So welcome to our new segments. I hope you enjoy them. Welcome to the Joe Contractor Show, a podcast created by three regular Joes. The Joe Contractor Show is a place where trade professionals, business owners, and homeowners looking for solid advice and amusement can hear stories of great success and great failure in the turbulent and unpredictable world of construction. On the Joe Contractor Show, we dig deep into the realm of remodeling and construction. We chat with construction trade professionals, business owners, and homeowners alike. We support local independent contractors and those who put their trust in the hands of these capable and hardworking business owners and tradespeople. We discuss construction and home maintenance from multiple angles, and we do it with compassion, purpose, and humor. Listen as Lori Merrick and Sam, along with a wide variety of guests, explore topics related to construction, home ownership, small business creation, and more. A quick reminder, don't forget to send your questions to questions at joecontractorshow.com. And after you've done that, please take a moment to hit the like button, subscribe, or talk about us tomorrow morning at the local coffee shop. We appreciate feedback and critique, and it lets us know that you're out there and that you care. All right. Welcome, everyone, again to the Joe Contractor Show. Uh, we are talking roofing in this segment. So again, spring projects, things that you might that might come up as a homeowner. You're a homeowner. Oh, hi, Merrick and Lori again. Oh, hi, Sam. <laughs> hey, hey Merrick. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we're all here. We're all here. Um, yeah, so, you know, you're sitting in your house. Every time you drive up and you park up front, you look at it and you're like, man, there's a little curl on the edge of some of those shingles or there. They're looking a little tattered or a little moss. Right. Yeah. Or I've been here 15 years and I've never replaced the roof. How long does a roof last? You know, so let's start there. I'll ask you guys, generally speaking, we'll go to Lori again on this one. (laughs) Generally speaking, what, what can people expect out of the length of time that a roof lasts? Well, I th- as long as you, as long as you can make it last is what I say because I don't want things going into a landfill before it's time. So if somebody's coming up and saying, "Hey, you need a new roof," or you think you need a new roof, just thinking you need a new roof doesn't mean you need a new roof. So I really think it's important to to wait and use the lifespan of your shingles, which is tends to be maybe 20 years, something like that, depending on the shingle type you used when you uh, when it was when maybe the person before you installed it. So the type of shingle is pretty important. And, but you, you can tell by looking. If it, if it looks, there's shingles ripped off, well, that might be a good time. 
Yeah. I mean, we can tell by looking. Yeah. A homeowner might not be able to. Right. So, and I'm a testament to what you're talking about. My roof, when I bought my house 22 years ago, they, it was, you know, seven years plus old at the time. And I was thinking, oh gosh, I'm going to have to replace this roof. Nothing's changed. It's just sitting there. It's totally fine. And until it leaks or gives me some, I don't want to wait for it to have a major leak or anything, but I look up there, I check it out each year and there's nothing, there's, it's still functioning as a roof. So I don't need to replace it, even though I know it's nearing the end of its life. Right. So, and as a homeowner, you might not know that. And so I would say one of the first places, again, if you've got a contractor that you trust, rather than calling a roofing company, because I'll tell you what, a roofing company will always Always. tell you, (laughs) (laughs) there's never, never Mm -hmm. once. I'm sure there are, there are good people in roofing and, and, and they're all good. They're not trying to do anything bad, but they're motivated to just tell you, you need a new roof. So. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, roofers are roofers and that's what they do. So they think, you know, that if you have a, one flaw, not all of them, again, there's, there's some, of them, like one of the roofers I work with is great. And it was like, no, you don't need a new roof there. Yeah. So, but if, but, uh, um, there's also like different kinds of roofing materials. So you get, when you, you know, if, First of all, do you really need a roof? Ask, you know, ask a contractor friend or somebody that's not a roofer is a good place to start. Yeah, someone you trust who is yeah. not a roofer. But just remember that the neighbor down the street said, hey, I'm getting a new roof. There's a guy on my block that said that there's some hail damage and it looks like you might get one too. Just keep in mind when my friends say that, or my family, which they do a lot, like, hey, I just heard I could get a new roof. Do you need a new roof? It, those asphalt shingles do really build up in the landfills and it... it uh, it's not doing anybody in the future a favor if you keep changing your roof out. No, and it drives up the cost of our insurance um, because the storm chasers will they will figure out where the hail damage came. And you know, there's times where it's legitimate, and there's a lot of times where you're just using the insurance to get a new roof. And I'm not saying you can't do that; that's your decision to make. But we'll leave the damage part out. If if there's an an acute problem that happens, something that's real serious, get the new roof. Yep. But if you're just wondering, Hey, is my roof? Okay. Start with, start with somebody you trust who isn't going to try and sell you on it. And you might find out you, you don't actually need one. Yeah. And it is part of the whole outside shell. What I call the outside shell is anything that can in protrusions or uh, come into your house, which is water rodents. Um, I guess mostly water and rodents. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you might birds. But you don't want you. That's the your house will go to hell in a handbag if you don't fix that stuff. So if you do need a roof, get a new roof. Yeah, I mean, the majority of roofs are an asphalt shingle, so it's like a asphalt with actually little tiny pieces of glass fiberglass. embedded fiberglass embedded into the into that like a tar and then basically. stone on top or whatever you know little gravel right yep um yeah so so you were kind of like different types of roof yeah so there's that you know there's an asphalt shingle and then you know there's also they're starting to make like a metal shingle that looks like an asphalt shingle but it's the aggregate is embedded into metal yep and then you'll also see like steel roofs sometimes you know where it's just large panels standing steel like a barn like you know a classic Yep, and there's slate and there's shingles. There's there's still wood shingles. Yeah, and we've done those, and those last for 50 years for sure. The cedar shingles do. We've done a couple of those. Yep, 
and um, then you can burn them in your fireplace when you get a new one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, didn't think of that. And those are expensive to, yeah, to so replace a cedar shake, shake or roof. Shingle. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, it's kind of a luxury item because it's expensive to put on. Yep. It doesn't, you know. And most of the metal roof options are going to be quite a bit more expensive than asphalt, too. Right. Um, I would say, you know, like we've talked about in other parts of this series, you, you kind of get what you pay for. Um, if you can, you know, that upfront cost, if you're going to get asphalt or even metal, um, any of them really, if you spend a little bit more money on a nicer asphalt roof, it's going to last 10, 15, 20 years longer. So you're making an investment. Mm -hmm. The metal roofs are sort of permanent, many of them, um, which means they're not going to last forever, but they're going to outlast the house or the people in the house most likely you know and we're in a cold climate so metal roofs are a nice thing to have you just keep in mind that you can that they're louder you can hear the rain and also that the snow just slides off and can and you can hear the boom especially the standing seam ones <laughs> yeah standing seam yeah i don't find them as attractive either like they, a, they have their place. I love them up north. Yeah, where you, where you get a lot of snow, mm-hmm. or you know. We just did a garage with the the metal shingle looking. Oh, the metal like, shingle. Yeah, it's like there, the there's aggregate. A, nope, it? it's no aggregate. It's just all metal, but it looks like a shingle. Oh. Yeah, you worked on the one in in St. Paul with me where we did a metal roof, and that was metal shingles. Yeah, and they they do look they like they come a, in three foot or four foot panels. I think it is by one. Yeah, foot. they look like a shingle. Yeah, and there's. At the Ward House, that big, yep. yeah, yep. And there's some of them that you can walk on, and there's others that yeah. you can't walk on and stuff. So, you know, we can't, we're not going to be able to give you enough advice to tell you which one of these is right for you. Um, but do realize if you're looking to potentially replace your roof, there's a ton of options, yeah. Um, and then you know, again, so so now you've talked to your contractor. Maybe they recommend someone. In fact, you know, I'm sure all of us have used people in the past and we can kind of recommend someone. Definitely. But there's a lot of transient roofing companies, you know, like like the guy, the people I was recommending a few years ago. I don't know that they're even out there doing it anymore. Mm -hmm. So where is another resource where they like, how would you go about trying to find a roofer if if maybe you don't have a contractor friend? So, I mean, I, I just, I think we kind of skipped over this, this hail thing pretty quick because I, I think, you know, what I would, you know, if you need a new roof, you know, find out if there's been some hail in the area and your insurance might pay for it. So if you roof. really do need a new I mean, roof. If you need yeah. a new roof sure. and it's hailed in the area, I mean, yeah, yeah. you could, you know. I, I think what, what we're trying to get across is that there's an exploitative part of that whole hail damage thing where just because your house was hailed on doesn't mean that your roof is shot, but the, the roofing company that's going to come out and inspect it is for sure going to tell you that. And then they're going to convince your insurance company to give you a new roof. But there's also this reality that if your roof is damaged because of hail, yes, go ahead and check with your insurance company first, figure it out. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense. I think that's a, that's sound advice because it is, the reason the insurance company wants to pay for your roof, if you don't understand why that is, they want to pay for your roof because they don't want the damage that comes from your roof failing because then they have to pay for a much larger thing. So um, if, they can, if they can 
legitimately find damage, oftentimes they will help with the cost of that. So, so that's a good start. Um, I would say costs. What's oh, it going to yeah. cost me? Yeah. Well, um, so for you homeowners, it's uh, you know, let's say it's between three hundred and twenty-five and four twenty-five a square. Okay. Now, what does that mean? The like square is ten feet by ten feet. Aha. Uh -huh, yes, it's a hundred square feet, yeah. right? So, yep. so you're not likely going to get up on your roof and measure it, <laughs> but um, you might have access to some of the same sort of, like you might Software. be able to get an estimate from a satellite company that right. looks at the top of your roof and measures it from space. And that's kind of cool new technology yeah. that's mm -hmm. out there. I don't, I don't have any recommendations for that because I don't know exactly who does that well, for the, homeowners. Yeah. Uh, does Eagle View do it for homeowners? They may. They may give you I an estimate. So. Yeah. Eagle View is one of the really yeah. big ones. Out yeah. There. Hover is coming in as a bigger, oh. they're, they're even more and more popular. They'll do like a three dimensional, um, they'll produce like a three dimensional drawing of your house and tell your contractor exactly how many squares oh. the roof is. It'll count all the valleys. It'll measure the siding dimensions and you and, know, pay a premium for it. But how yeah, much, so my there's a cost to both of those. Mm -hmm. So what is the cost coming in at for a standard? I'm not sure how much a hover half. costs, yeah, I but either. I know that it's So as a homeowner, though, because these are tools that were built for the contractors, but if they're, I mean, it makes sense that they would offer it to the general public, so. too. Yeah. Um, so you might, you might go and look, you know, you do a search for hover and Eagle View and see if you can start there. Um, otherwise you can go, you can call a contractor and they'll come out and if you read through their bid, they'll tell you how many square your roof is and you should be able to, cause they need to calculate how many shingles they're going to put up there. Um, so that'll tell you, you know, if they don't give you a, a per square price and that's not square foot, that's 10 by 10. So it's a hundred square feet. Um, if they don't give you that price, you can kind of re reverse engineer their estimate and figure out they should t you, they should be able to tell you how many square there are and from that you should be able to figure out whether they're charging you 350 a square or 700 a square and if they're at mm -hmm. 700 a square you're probably on the you know unless you're putting metal shingles up there or something right. you that's a pretty high price right so well, and, and unlike painting you know they have to the roof gets put on by code I mean, there's ice and water, there's inspections, there's, That's you know, a good point. and, and, you know, you're, you're not going to be need to be as picky about a roofing contractor as you are about a painting contractor, for example, because, you know, you're, you know, they might, they might either way, they might trash your bushes, you know, the, um, so I would be a little bit more, I would look for more of the cheaper price. And maybe not, yeah, maybe not be so picky about the, the contractor personally. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. I would say, I would say, uh, so that answers another question that a homeowner might have is roofing. Like, do, do they have to have a permit to do it? And the answer is yes, mm -hmm. they are supposed to get a permit. So if you run into a company that says, well, I don't, I don't pull permits on roofs, like that gets all of you in a little bit of trouble. And they better be really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, can you do it yourself? Like if, if you can do it yourself 
and you're listening to this, then what are you doing listening to us? Like, <laughs> wrong show for you. Yeah, you might not want to do this one yourself. Yeah, but this it comes with the liability insurance again. I, I'm, I'm such a proponent because I've heard too many horror stories and been doing this too long, I guess, because you, you do, don't want somebody falling off your roof. So do check their liability insurance. And, and can they just slap a roof over top of my existing roof? You can with a membrane. You can go over shingles, but you don't want to. You want to get all of it off. So you yeah, have to. Code-wise, you have to pull everything yeah, off. Yeah, and code code used to be you could go over one layer. Three layers. Three layers, yeah. yep. Or you can, you can put, they can put plywood down on top of the shingle and shingle over it. Really? Yep. Yeah, and I, and I know that but, um, you can put some of the metal roof systems are specifically made to go over top of existing shingles, and that is kind of twofold it's to keep things I, andrew even talked about this but it's to keep things out of the landfill one thing it there is an insulation factor slight but you get a little and then also um it does help dampen the sound so oh, some of the metal sure. roof systems are specifically engineered to be the sure. second layer but okay. not the third yeah. or fourth layer <laughs> right. like yeah yeah you get too many layers on there and you have to just take that stuff yeah. off. yeah it gets heavy too i mean roofing is really simple we did talk about a homeowner i mean not recommending that you get up on your roof because it's dangerous and it's like you know it's a large project it's very labor intensive but if your shed needs a new roof go for it yeah. or, your garage. or your garage it's an e it's a it's an easy thing to do and you can watch a youtube video and or if you've got a cousin who knows what they're doing yep. or, yeah, for sure. you know, someone, someone near you. It, yeah, it is something you can kind of take on yourself. You, you tear off a section, you re-roof it, you know. Um, so I, is there, let's see, is there anything else that a homeowner, oh, just duration of time. How long yeah. is it going to take? You know, if I do this, so I've found the right company, I'm committed to the whole thing. How long is it going to take? Their goal is to get it done in a day. <laughs> and, and sometimes they do. And they they do. send out a big crew right. and they get it, you, you know, they're there in the morning yep. and they're gone at night and your roof is done. Yep. You know, from the sale to the build, it's about a month usually. Yeah. Yep. Sure. And, and if you've got a bigger roof or there's, you know, they're cranking out multiples or they don't have as big a crew or something, it could take two or three days. Yeah. But. Well, and lately also my um, roofing companies are pretty booked up. So... It can take up to, you know, you might get on the schedule for a month or two out. So depending on if you've got a popular roofer that you're working with, they're booked out. Yeah, and that's a good thing. And really. it's a good thing, yeah. It is. So, yeah, if they're not booked had... out, there might be, you might be a little red flag there. Yeah. So. All right, you two, I think we've given people at least a start on, yeah. on where to get going with their roof. So. Absolutely. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another amazing episode of the most important show out there. Before we go, we want to thank you again for supporting us and for all the lovely things you say about us on social media. Shows like this grow with help from people like you. And remember, keep sending us your questions. We really appreciate the stories and the great insights we gain from our audience. We also want to remind you that you can buy shirts, hats, and more at joecontractorshow.com. Be good to each other, and we'll catch you on the next show.